Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by David Payne, Jody Gottlieb, the creative force behind Rainstream Media's Somebody Somewhere, available on iTunes and at their website, sbswpodcast.com. Let's go beyond the mic. Thank you. Thank you. Season one dealt with the death of Seattle federal prosecutor Thomas Wales. Season two deals with a double homicide at a homeless encampment known as the Jungle. David, why was it important to shine a light on these two stories? Well, they're such different stories. Really, the only commonality is that they're both unsolved murders. It doesn't like a, an old whodunit. But they explore very different issues. Season one was, as you mentioned, about a, an assassination of a federal prosecutor who, if he was, in fact, killed in the line of duty, is the only one who's ever been killed in the line of duty in the United States. And so it's a very high-profile case within the, the Department of Justice. The FBI is running that case. So that's what season one looked like. Season two is more S-Town than it is serial. It's really delving into a murder, an unsolved murder that happened here in a homeless encampment in Seattle, but an equally fascinating story because of the characters that are in it. And it, too, remains an unsolved case. There have been some some kids arrested for the crime, but we investigate uh, whether they are, in fact, the right people responsible. Jody, how do you feel the richness of your storytelling allows the listener to fully immerse themselves? Yeah, I think one of the, I love this question, one of the things we wanted to do was really take our listener inside the narrative of our storytelling process. And so we reveal things that most investigative journalists and frankly most journalists wouldn't necessarily share and that's the beauty of the format of podcasting where you can really bring people along on this journey into a world that you would never imagine this right under our freeway here in Seattle but it's no different than many stories that exist in large cities Los Angeles San Francisco even small communities that are plagued by homelessness and crime and drug addiction and mental health issues. So we really frame these murders in that context. David, when you're going through the process for the research, how easy was it for you to lean on your CNN roots for you to be able to say, this is a story I want to tell, especially with the backing of Turner Podcasts? Well, Turner is a great partner for us, or I should say Warner Media, since they've now made that full transition. And just a, a side note on that, to, to be an independent podcast, to have the Warner Media brand behind you is huge because they do things like this. They arrange interviews so we can talk to listeners about the stories and the like. And so this whole space of podcasts and discovery of podcasts is a very challenging one for independent podcasters, as, as you probably know. And to have a big partner behind you is great. But back to your first question about the research, both of these seasons, I have a basement full of binders, thousands and thousands of pages of documents, both for murder cases. So <laughs> that, of course, begs the question, why are there so many documents in a murder case? Well, you come to find out in both of these seasons, there are backstories that lead up to the crimes itself that are fascinating. And we spent two years investigating both of these stories and going back into those backstories and it produced thousands and thousands of pages of documents. We're joined beyond the mic. 
by David Payne, Jody Gottlieb, the creative force behind Rain Stream Media, Somebody Somewhere, available on iTunes and at their website, sbswpodcast.com. Jody, as each day goes by, how do you continue to motivate yourself as you move forward with these investigations when you don't need an icebox because they're that cold? Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's, I think, tenacity and sheer doggedness keep us motivated. I think that there's so much evidence that we've explored in both cases that there's no lack of shortage of clues and, and evidence to follow that maybe in the jungle murders case, in fact, the cops really didn't you know, do their due diligence like they should. And, and we've dug in and, and tried to follow these leads. So it's been a great process. Something that keeps it uh, keeps us motivated, frankly, are the victims in these cases and, and really wanting to find some sort of closure for them. I know it sounds cliche, but it's so true. Joe, did you feel through your content creation you've caused change in the behavior of government officials or maybe even policy changes? Yeah. You know, uh, this is kind of my sweet spot. I've spent a lot of my career busting bad actors engaging in bad behavior, and I think it is so incredibly important to speak truth to power and hold people accountable for their actions. Look, for us, it's about the storytelling process and and wanting to hold people accountable. Um, But I think it takes a village, and it takes people out there that are willing to dig in and support where their passions are. And I know there's no lack of shortage in the Seattle community who wants to affect change. So, you know, it starts with a podcast, but hopefully it grows within a community and we get people talking and we shake some trees and and we can do better as a people, as a society, as a community. There's no doubt about that. David, last February, Rod Rosenstein pushed a spotlight back on your first case. What's changed in the last year, if anything? I wish we knew. Uh, So the first case, you know, the the murder of Tom Wales is an open federal investigation and as a result is a closed case uh, in terms of what they disseminate to the public. One thing they did disseminate when Rod Rosenstein came out here to give an update about the case, which was very limited in the facts that they provided, but they revealed that this case has three times the amount of documents as the Enron investigation. Wow. A murder case. So you can imagine what that means in terms of how many leads, how many how many avenues they followed, and how complicated that case is. Beyond that, they have not said much of anything. And in fact, we reached out to them a couple of weeks ago uh, to see if there was anything they could share following our podcast, which kind of stirred the pot. Uh, and they declined to provide any more information or any information. Well, time's running out, so it's time for the Rocky Nate. First thing that comes to your mind, no pressure. Jody, go. Story you want to tell, but you really kind of need to save for season three. Ah, there's so many of them. There's no lack of shortage. You know, I think what I look for in a story is really human stories and connecting on emotional level. So anytime I can get in there and really dig deep, that's important to me. Favorite episode of the series? Uh, episode three, which just came out for season two. Favorite food? Asian. That's that's pretty generic, Jody. Go. <laughs> Thai food. Will there ever be closure in either of these cases? Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, no. Say yes in the second case, no in the first case. Favorite thing to do when you're not working? 
Hiking. Traveling. Okay. Favorite place to travel? Nepal. Asia. Favorite version of Law & Order? Ooh. Oh, my God. I'm SBU. old school. I like the original. One thing that you want your listeners to feel? Emotion. A connection. David Payne, Jody Gottlieb, the creative force behind Rainstream Media, Somebody Somewhere, available on iTunes and at their website, sbswpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. All right. Thanks so much, Sean. Terrific. Thanks so much. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. 